spiritual gangster. You can find me meditating in the hood. I am spending my free time allowing you to peek into my brain as I take my own spiritual journey. So, grab your wine, your Bible, your Quran, and even your blunt and tap in, okay? Tap in. at me being consistent with you all or at least trying so today is well let's do an update first I am definitely trying to be consistent within the virtual world like I feel like I am so behind when it comes to being in the virtual world and I was listening to a Breakfast Club interview that Will I Am did recently and he was just saying how black people are so behind when it comes to tech and we're not in that world at all and I don't want to be one of those people that are like trying to play catch up like I am now when it comes to the virtual world. Um, I definitely feel like there were a lot of projects in my life that I started and I stopped for whatever reason that I probably should have kept going because I would be probably so much more successful today than I am but you know it's a lesson learned so for those of you that are not aware um I am currently doing a shadow work journal and at first I started writing in the journal and I was like okay this is cool but I then decided that why not make it a shadow work journal that is audible so it's a lot easier for me to kind of process things in a verbal way than writing it down sometimes and I also listen to a lot of different music well not music a lot of different material I listen to books I listen to podcasts I guess I listen to music too music is included um that all helps me be more knowledgeable in a variety of ways so I was like okay I'm gonna share this shadow work journal with my tribe and you guys are my tribe so I am jumping back in I'm trying to do it every day y'all if I do not do this every day Somebody email me, hold me accountable, spam my Instagram, spam my TikTok, and like really tell me like, yo, what are you doing? I'm waiting on the next episode. I'm waiting to do this with you, like get on it. So in the first episode, which is the shadow work prompt one, I linked in my link tree for you guys to see all of the things that I'm currently doing and getting into. I also linked the link for the shadow work journal that I'm actually working on right now so if you guys want to purchase it and do it along with me I would love that like I would so love for you guys to participate with me in this journey so I don't feel so all alone so that is the update guys nothing special nothing really new and popping like that like that but I do want to hop into the shadow work prompt number two for today and the question says what could have made your childhood better and how do you feel about that and so I told you guys last episode that talking about my childhood has really made me realize some things about myself 
Um, I really talk about myself in comparison to others who come from the same demographic as me. And I really don't just sit and be present in me and my emotions. I'm always thinking of myself in what I consider to be a humble way. Like, okay, I shouldn't be complaining or ungrateful for X, Y, and Z because there are people that had it worse than me. And I don't want you guys to embody that like I have because it causes a lot of emotional turmoil for me. What I am saying is there are times where you just have to be selfish and you have to look through your own binoculars right you have to see things from what for what they are from your perspective only don't go comparing your life to anybody else's don't go comparing your experiences to anybody else's and I have a friend who keeps me like really grounded when it comes to this because I'm so good at downplaying myself because of my experiences all my life I feel like I've had an upper hand compared to people with the same background as me so I always downplay myself like oh it's not a big deal we just did this or it's not a big deal I just did that or it's not a big deal like they helped me with this or they helped me with that when in reality it actually is a big deal or my feelings are still valid no matter who had what experience um, the way I feel about a situation is the way I feel about it, and I can't help that just because somebody else had a better or and or worse experience, right? So, I just want to kind of preface this conversation with this because I feel like a lot of times when you come from a certain, um, when you come from a certain family dynamic, people can take what you're saying the wrong way. So, I feel like a lot of times I come off as spoiled to people. And it's like, I don't want to come off as spoiled. I don't think I'm spoiled in every way that I could be spoiled. So, what could have made my childhood better? Overall, I let me not even get to that. Okay, so, what could have made my childhood better? I was just about to compare. So, my childhood could have been better if... I think my parents would have been a little bit more open-minded. So, I really don't remember being able to express my opinion too much. Um, I definitely remember being, like, not comfortable coming to them with certain things. And it still happens to this day. Like, I'm grown with my own kid. And it's still things that I won't tell my parents. And not necessarily out of, like, a respect thing. But more so out of the fact that, like, that open line of communication has never been really established between both of my parents equally. Like, there are things that I will tell my dad that I won't tell my mom and vice versa. So, I do believe that there was kind of a strain on communication. Um, I don't really think that, like, the emotional awareness that we have as parents today, our parents had. And so, when it came to, like, me being depressed or, you know, just different things that I went through, 
I didn't really feel like I could talk to them about it, which is originally why I started like journaling and writing in the first place. I wrote a lot of poetry. Um, I did a lot of like diary writing and different things like that. But, you know, it would have been nice to have those parents that you could come to about, you know, practically anything. So I think that could have been better. And like I said, just emotional awareness. I think a lot of times, especially like with black men like that, emotional side isn't there and I feel like well I know for a fact now that I've been going to therapy that like the lack of emotional awareness from my father played a part in my upbringing now do I believe it played like a major part I don't know I don't really know I'm still exploring that but I know that it definitely played a part and I know that I have some things that I need to work on in my adult life that stem from the lack of emotional availability that was present in my dad. So there's that, that I wish would have been different. Um, I definitely wish that like sexual exploration was talked more about. Like obviously we talked about STDs and my mom was really like, blunt when it came to body parts and different things like that but I just wish that the religious part of it wasn't such a big thing I feel like I had this fear that I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to like if you did anything wrong like you was going to hell and I specifically remember like having dreams about heaven and hell I remember like having a lot of end of the world dreams I remember a lot of that stuff that kind of stemmed from not really being emotionally prepared for the things that they would talk about in church and not even really emotionally prepared but I think like church wanted to scare the hell out of you like the bad parts out of you And I don't think that fear should be the way that somebody follows a religion or participates in a religion. I feel like it should be a choice. God gave Adam and Eve a choice, so it should be a choice. So, you know, um, that was something that definitely could have been different. And I know in the last episode, I kind of went on a rant about um, religion being a, a major factor in my life. And I can't really speak to what I can't really speak to what I would have done differently if I were raised without those parameters, but the world may never know now. You know? Like I think it would be interesting to know me minus that heavy of a fear of what's gonna happen to me if I do this. I used to always think about like if I do this and I die tomorrow I'm going to hell so I'm just not going to do it not I didn't want to do it I just didn't want to go to hell so I think that um it also made me a very aggressive person at a certain point I was like a holy roller and I remember and I hope my friend doesn't remember this because we're we're still friends to this day but like I damn somebody to hell because of a personal choice that they had 
And I feel so bad about it, like, because it vividly sticks out to me to this day. And I don't necessarily have those same views. But as a kid, I was, like, adamant about telling this person, like, this is what's going to happen to you if you don't. And I feel so bad about it. So, you know, different things like that about my childhood, I definitely wish I could change. And I wish were different. Um, I sometimes feel a lot of resentment and I kind of talked about this. I think this is kind of an extension to the question that uh, we talked about on yesterday. Sometimes I feel a little bit of resentment because I am naturally a rebel. I am naturally somebody who is an extroverted introvert. So there are times where I really want to be around people and there are times that I really don't. I'm an Aquarius. Look me up if you don't know. Okay? There are times where it's just like I wanted to be around people and I didn't have that opportunity because my parents were so strict and sheltering. Now, do I believe that there are things that happen in the outside world that my parents were trying to protect me from? Such as, you know... I'm from the hood, so we would be going places where I could have got shot. It wouldn't have been aimed at me, but wrong place, wrong time is a real thing. Um, I also believe that there are times where, like, you know, there were male adults around that could have been, I never know what they could have done, you know? And so, you know, on the whole tip of having a daughter and keeping her safe from sexual assault, Sometimes I struggle with if I were, like, in their shoes, would I do things the same way? I have to think about this now because I do have a daughter, and I don't want to stop her from enjoying herself, living her best life, and I do want to keep her safe. It has to be some type of balance, and I feel like there wasn't a lot of balance with me. I feel like I was just in the house all the time, and if it wasn't for me, I probably wasn't going. Um, the only thing that I really remember uh, from my childhood is doing a lot of different, um, like, I did a lot of different things, and I wish somebody would have made me stick with them. Like, obviously, I do feel like I probably would have hated it, but I wish somebody would have stayed on me and just said, like, you appreciate this in the long run, possibly. And I wish somebody would have told me, you know, like, stick with piano, stick with dance, like, do all of these things that you love right now. A lot of me, well, a lot of the reasons why I stopped doing those things were because of outside influences, honestly. I was definitely somebody who, I had leader tendencies, but I also could easily be a follower because I was trying to suppress the leader within me. So there were times where it was like, okay, well, everybody's thinking this is lame. So let me stop doing this. When really I wanted to do it. I just didn't want to be the one to stand out and say, it, I want to do it. There were other times when I didn't care if anybody else was doing it. And I would just do it because that's what I wanted to do. So I think that's just the the Aquarius in me. Like the yin and yang of me is, like I said, I'm very inconsistent. I could start stuff. I could stop stuff. Um with the drop of a dime and I wish somebody had instilled in me a little bit more like no you have to stick with this because it's gonna pay off in the long run 
Um, I feel like the most I have towards my parents is just like towards my parents I is just like resentment. Like, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? I'm not mad at them. I don't hold any grudges. I feel like they did the best they could do with what they had. Just looking back, there are some things that I would have wished would have been done differently, but I don't, I'm not ungrateful. Like, I'm definitely 100% grateful for the things that were done and the experiences I did have and the friends and the, I you know, at some point, I believe, like, around middle high school, like, my house was a safe space for a lot of my friends. Like, a lot of my friends could come over, hang out. My family would come over. We would play cards. We would have, you know, card nights. We would have game nights. We would do all of these fun things, bonfires. Like, everybody was at peace at my house. Everybody was cool. You know, nobody really had a problem with their kid coming over to my family's house because it was a safe space everybody knew my parents they were active within the school system um you know I think that now looking back and talking to my therapist something that also came up that I just just thought about was to keep that picture alive um for a lot of people my parents and you know, even for me, were the only long-term black relationship that a lot of people got to see. My parents have been married for like 27 years or so, and they've known each other for over 30. So, they're like soulmates. Soulmates. Yeah, soulmates. I say soulmates. I believe they're soulmates. Their energy matches really well. My mom is Aquarius. My dad is a Capricorn. And, you know, they have their own little negative and positive vibes. And I don't mean that, like, one person is negative, one person is positive. I just believe that they balance each other out in a way that can't really be explained unless you see it in action. Like, where she falls, he picks up. And vice versa. So, um, for me, a lot of people came and told me things that made us seem like the perfect family. A lot of the, once social media started coming around and the comments and, you know, the, the family that goes to church every Sunday with two girls, their dad is a superhero, their mom is, you know, super involved. It was just this picture that started to be my reality and I I let it kind of self narrate and so you know I started to feel this pressure to be the smart kid that's what I was that's you know the smart weird gets along with everybody type of girl I didn't really like conflict so it just turned out to be this pressure that I don't even think anybody put on me, but I really put on myself to keep that picture alive. And so something that like I fear now, like way, way in the back of my head is like, what if my parents break up? Like they are my last hope for a working long-term marriage. And if they break up, if they get a divorce, like 
I just don't believe in it no more. I barely believe in it now, but if they go south, it's a wrap for me, you know? Um, I, I felt the need to keep this picture going. And so once I left home and went to college and I graduated college and then I started, you know, my adult life and started teaching and doing all of this, then I started to realize like, okay, people expect this from me. Like when I come home, everybody's like, oh, how's your life? And blah, 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 blah. Okay. People expect this from me. And then I got pregnant and then I was like, oh shit, people don't expect this from me. So I really feel like that was the turning point for me, but I don't think it was in a negative way. At first, like in the moment, yes. Reflecting, no. This allowed me to see myself through my own eyes. Now I had to be my own person and I had to make my own decisions for me as well as another human being. And so it stopped being about, well, I'm going to do this because that's what I know that other people want me to do. And it started being, it started being, well, I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do. And still to this day, like as a parent, it's really hard not to listen to my parents when it comes to my parenting style, when it comes to different, you know, things like, is she sick? Is she not? Is she okay? Is she not? I still like their input, but at the end of the day, like, it's on me. And I feel like I'm just now getting to the point where I'm taking the steering wheel and officially, like, driving and pressing the gas for my own life and future. And it's scary. Imagine, you know, letting somebody else drive your car for 20 plus years and you finally get in the driver's seat and say, okay, it's time. That's how I feel. I feel like all of my life, my motive has been my parents. My motive has been like what they've done for me. My motive has been trying to find a way to like use my life to show them that all of the sacrifices that they made, all of the things that they did was not in vain. In reality, which my own opinion that I have formed now is as kids it's not really our responsibility at the end of the day your life is your life whether your parents love it hate it or anywhere in between and you have to deal with the consequences obviously it affects them but your the way you live your life as an adult is not always a direct reflection of your parenting like of your parents and their parenting because there are people that raise their kids in a cult and they grow up to be completely not cultish at all. And I've seen it. I watch it on YouTube. <laughs> but, like, so there are people that are, you know, um, how do I put it? Like, raised by jerks. <laughs> They're raised by terrible people. And then they grow up to be great people. I mean, look at Harry Potter. I don't know. <laughs> look at Annie. I don't know. But listen, on a serious tip, like, I don't believe. And I mean, like, 
serial killers. You see their moms and they're like sweet little old women who never would have imagined their child to be this way. So I don't believe that like you're a direct reflection. Obviously parenting and all of that have a a gigantic role in it. But at the end of the day, as a person, you get to make your choices free of the responsibility of the person who raised you drugs you know what can you do so I'm learning that and it's hard for me because I make a lot of decisions and I feel like I'm doing something wrong because I'm not telling them about it or I'm not checking with them first and it's like I don't have to but it's hard so I feel like that is something that's like And then, um, you know, I think another thing is that, like, people hold what they do for you over your head. Um, And I don't think that they hold what they do for me over my head. But it's like they kind of expect that dialogue in exchange for parenting things. So, for example, like, because I let them be so involved with my daughter, if I don't take a piece of advice, it's like, well, you don't want anybody's help. No, it's just I get to choose at the end of the day whether or not I want to make that choice. And if I don't, I don't. It's not disrespectful. It's just I don't want to do that. And I don't have to. I'm my own person. Yeah, that's hard. Um, It's also hard when they do so much for me still to this day. It's hard. It's like cutting the umbilical cord. It's like you guys still do so much for me. So me not giving you every detail of my life and of my well-being is kind of hard you know so that's definitely something that I'm learning it's not something that I've mastered but it's definitely an implication of like me being so close to my parents growing up not really being able to leave their side not really being able to be tested in those ways where I could make my own decisions even in college they did so much for me like I'll call and like check and make sure this is cool and even in college like I felt like I was sneaking when in reality I'm grown I'm not sneaking around I'm not doing anything I'm not withholding information I'm just moving as an adult and I feel like there's a lot of guilt when it comes to that for me and I'm working through that because it's so hard so so hard So, I am going to leave it at that. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode, but I do want to go ahead. For those of you that don't necessarily want to purchase the journal and you just want to maybe take notes or write about the prompt yourselves, the question says, what could have made your childhood better? And how do you feel about that? So, again, guys, I will put the link in the description box. If you guys do want to purchase um, the the shadow work journal, I will also put my link tree link in this in the description box so you guys can keep up with me and what I'm doing. And I just hope that you guys have a great rest of your day and you do the work.
you guys i just love you guys so much and i appreciate all of the support that you guys have been showing me you guys can follow my instagram at 33 spiritual underscore gangsta if you don't already also definitely keep emailing me guys i love to have conversations with you guys i love to know what you guys are thinking about the show what topics you guys think i should talk about and also if you want to be on the show send me an email the email is 33 spiritual gangsta at gmail.com all right also i am on tiktok yay tiktok i'm on tiktok as at melanin underscore mommy 16 so you can find me on there and then last but not least guys i do have a personal instagram you guys can find me on there at divinely divinely locked locd so i will put all of my socials i will start putting all of my socials in the comments and you guys just follow like subscribe all that good stuff love you bye